Hello, Phoenix Fire family. Welcome back. You've now entered the Phoenix Fire podcast. Let's get ready for a great show. The world is undergoing a complete metamorphosis. The things that we thought were a given are changing. Old mindsets are being replaced with new ones. It's like it was destiny. It's like, you know what? This was actually meant to be. So what do you do when the world turns upside down? I'll tell you what you do. You pivot. You be like water. You flow. How do you hold on? How do you keep believing when it seems all hope is really gone? So much, it seems, has been burned away. So what do we get for the ashes of this fire? I'll tell you what we get. A new day. A new Phoenix. Phoenix Fire. You're now listening to the Phoenix Fire Podcast, where we talk about family and community, spirituality and faith, money and economy, the culture, and how these things affect the African diaspora and our connection with and or our disconnection from our native land and our people. Each week, we'll explore how all these things affect us and what we as a people can do to support the socioeconomic well-being of our people all over the globe in unity. Welcome to Phoenix Fire with your girl, yours truly, Renaissance. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, guys. Welcome back to my Phoenix Fire family. I'm so glad you made it back to spend some time with me this week. And to our newcomers, welcome, 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 welcome. You are welcome here to the Phoenix Fire podcast. I'm your girl, Renaissance, and I am so glad you're here today. Today is Thursday, November the 12th, 2020. Again, it's Thursday, November the 12th, 2020. And of course, once again, we have a great show prepared for your listening pleasure. Um, And the theme of the show today is war is here. It's here, guys. And um, if we didn't know it was coming, time's up. It's happening. And... Uh, I hope that you're making decisions for the well-being of your family and you're fighting through whatever you need to fight through. I hope there's not really a major fight. I hope that you were prepared enough to be able to glide through this time. Um, But even if, if that was the case, it is time to make really smart decisions right now. And, um... Look out for the well-being of your family and also take advantage of the many changes that are happening um, worldwide and in every way. So, you know what? War is here. The fight is on. I hope that you were prepared. And we'll talk more about that, guys. And again, we have a great show. Prepare for your listening pleasure and we'll jump right into that right after this. All right, it's that time again, guys. Time for Phoenix Fire. Uh, This year is pretty much over. 
Thank goodness. I think I said almost the exact same thing <laughs> last week. This year is pretty much over. Oh my gosh. So glad. So let's jump right into the diaspora today. All right. So we have a president. The U.S. has a president. It is pretty much clear. Um, I think we're still waiting for just a few votes in Arizona. Uh, Georgia turned blue. Okay. In over 30 years, Georgia has not been a blue state, a democratic state. Um, it has been red for almost 30 years. And uh, thanks to the awesome, amazing work of the wonderful Stacey Abrams, we have a new song to sing this year about Georgia. Georgia, ah, Georgia. Oh my gosh, Georgia has turned blue. What are we going to do? So anyway, <laughs> that's exciting, guys. You know, there's so much change in the air. Some things that have really jolted us this year, uh, interrupted all of our plans, interrupted those plans. And it's just wonderful when something that people have been working for for so long and have been fighting for for so long is actually, you know, here and we're experiencing it. So kudos to Miss Stacey Abrams. And we'll talk more about her uh, later on in uh, the next couple of segments. Um, but kudos to Stacey Abrams um, and the work that she's done and to the all the people that supported that agenda because we can't do it by ourselves. So awesome. We have a new, pre excuse me, I didn't say new, pre didn't say that correctly, rather. We have a new president-elect, <laughs> okay? President-elect, Joe Biden. And we have a new vice president-elect, Madam Kamala Harris. So everything is just really so exciting right now. And we have the court jester. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't do that because, you know, he is president of the United States. I shouldn't say that. But introducing the court jester. Just kidding. I'm not going to do that. So um, he, you know, President uh, Trump is refusing to concede in true toddler fashion. Um, it's just a mess. But, you know, the only thing that really concerns me about that is that you know, to some degree, he's putting our national security at risk by not releasing funds to Biden. And that is a major big deal that's happening right now. Pres President-elect Biden has not received the transition funds to move things over to where uh, they should be. So that when, you know, by the time he is uh, sworn in in January, everything is in place, our Leaders, his cabinet, all of those things are secure, uh, ensuring our national security. But um, Mr. Um, President Poopy Pants, he doesn't want to um, concede and give um, uh, credence to or, or um, validity to the fact that he has lost this presidential election. Okay. It's ridiculous. It's what he does. We're tired. Let's just move on, okay? So that's what's occurred. <laughs> uh, and, and the major thing that's happening right now. So we're going to jump right into the diaspora today. Again, the theme of the show is war is here. Guys, you know, COVID was just 
the disgusting icing on the terrible cake that we were served this year, 2020. And um, no, (laughs) it's just the world is in a really huge state of unrest. You know, the United States being a very influential country, um, influencing, excuse me, influencing countries all over the globe. And we're in this utter unrest and everybody else is in this unrest having all their little things going on amongst their countries. And then on top of that, the COVID icing on the cake. It's just, it is a mess. (sighs) That being said, (laughs) war is here, guys. Conflict. What is war? War is conflict. Conflict is here. We're having a health crisis globally. That conflict is going. We're having conflicts between classes. The rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer. We're having conflicts, you know, inside of and outside of our countries, all types of foolishness everywhere. I used to always say, you know, you better know who you are before the tough you know, times do come. And you better stand on that and you better have such a strong conviction about who you are and where you're going that circumstances cannot make or break you. And we are there. OK, we need to Make sure that we're solid about who we are and about where we're going. And even all of the unrest that 2020 has dealt to us, even in that, we cannot let it move us, guys. So war is here. I hope you did prepare. If you didn't prepare, get yourself ready right now. Get solid and everybody, especially diaspora and even the whole human family, especially those who have good hearts And who are moving towards righteous causes. Continue to move forward and don't let anything stop you. So war is here. Um, Going uh, further into diaspora today. A few headlines, guys. Man, uh, I'm not a person that's going to sit around and watch anything happen. Just happen. I'm really not that person. You might not know me yet, but you will. I'm not the person who is going to sit by. I'm not that person who's all about us four and no more. I I am not that person. I've never been that person. So a lot of the things that I'm even experiencing um, or learning rather about my native land and about the things that are happening in the diaspora are really lighting a fire under me. Uh, I'm going to go through some of the headlines about the diaspora today and we'll and, and you'll you'll see why I said that. But the war is here, guys. Uh, currently today, uh, there's report. There are reports rather that there is fighting in Cameroon. Uh, basically, what they said, um, not getting into too much detail, is English speaking um, groups and I guess the French speaking groups or, or, or coalitions or whatever. There's fighting in Cameroon between factions or groups and and uh, they're they're just uh, they're trying to separate and create their own nation state. And um, they're setting up new rules in this new nation state, the English speaking uh, groups of people, uh, I guess, against the French speaking groups of people there in Cameroon. And they are working to um, have their own nation state. They're setting up their rules and they're pretty much butchering and attacking people who are not 
following their laws. And I actually saw one of the soldiers who was on, I guess, the French-speaking side, which is the the major group or the, the, the largest group in Cameroon in terms of government. And he said, you know, this is just a group of our own brothers who have gone astray. And so he said the word out of his mouth that I believe in amongst our people. And he said, oh, these are these are our brothers. They're going astray. But he and his men were full gear, guns, automatic, semi-automatic weapons, you know, saying they're going to look for these guys. And it's just like, okay, so we're at war with ourselves. Seriously, this is what we're doing. This is actually what we're doing. We have enough enemies, guys. We have enough nations and countries and races that want to divide us and come in and plunder all the resources of Africa. We have enough of that. Why is why are we doing this to ourselves? You know, one psychological thing I was taught as a former teacher, I used to teach little beautiful little kindergartners. I loved it. But let's get back to this. One psychological thing that I was taught was that you don't give support credence or attention to certain things um, in terms of behavior. You just don't do it and it incites and inflames certain things in a person. That being said, getting back to this, I'll tell you why I said that in a little bit. But the whole point of this little section here is, you know, I just don't understand why with everything that we already have against us and all the people have so many negative things to say about us as a people, why we fight ourselves. It is completely and utterly beyond me. They want to keep us divided. They want to plunder those resources. So, <clears throat> continuing the conversation about Cameroon, U.S. Congress people today have halted uh, deportations that were set to happen for people from Cameroon because their concern is that there would be imminent danger if they were deported from the U.S., that when they got there, of course, they are English speaking and so forth and would be in the middle of a fight. And they say that they are concerned about the well-being of these people, that they would utterly probably immediately die upon entry back into the country. So that's how tight it is right now. That's how terrible it is right now in that country. The next thing that I want to to just bring a little bit of light to, not too much, but being concerned about the fact that war is here. There's also fighting and unrest like I said, in Cameroon, according to uh, other um, sources, there are um, uprisings and issues concerning the election in Tanzania. There's fighting there. Uh, Ethiopians are fleeing to Sudan because of disruptions there in Ethiopia. Uh, another headline, Nigerians in Ghana are calling, um, Nigerians in Ghana are fearing for their safety. Um they're also calling for a ceasefire in Libya. And uh, they're addressing violence in Mozambique in terms of what's happening there. War is, is not only us fighting this COVID, but war is happening everywhere. It's just, just, just utter foolishness. It is, this is ridiculous. 
And I don't like to give a whole lot of lip service to, to things. I'm going to do something about it. And I know that sounds like something light coming from this, <laughs> you know, starry-eyed little chocolate girl from the South. Uh, you know, but I am. I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to do something about this, guys. And I hope that there is support for what the next phase is going to be in this earth for our people. You know, and it's just the okie doke, really. It is. It really is just that. Let's separate these people. Let's have them fight amongst themselves. And while they fight, we'll just, you know, tiptoe right in and just take over their resources and, and you know, inject vaccines to sterilize their women so we can try to halt this sub-Saharan takeover that's about to happen. Guys, wake up. Love yourself. Love your people enough to not be a part of the problem, but a part of the solution. And that's what I'm going to be. We'll talk about it some more. I'm not just lip servicing, guys. We got a plan. But you know what? This is what it is right now. It is this right now. War is here. Choose a side. Choose to love yourself. Choose to love your people. Now, keep in mind, that is not the only thing happening on the continent. It's just that. I want us to have a mind of unity and we're far from it with our brothers and sisters fighting each other. And even worse, when I was looking at some of the reports from Cameroon, uh, a single mom had gotten involved or in the midst of some stuff and she lost her leg in the midst of some fighting. And she's a single mom trying to take care of her child in the midst of this fighting in Cameroon. We're hurting ourselves. The, the women of our people be for real. Stop it. Shake yourself. You don't touch that. You don't touch the sisters. She's now how she how is she gonna raise her child? So this is foolishness. So the war is here. Don't be the war against your own self, against your own people. Wake up, love yourself, love your people. Are we gonna let the outsiders or people outside <laughs> I don't want to say that. Are we gonna let the colonizers? Come inside and break us so low that we're fighting each other. Break us so low economically that we're fighting each other. Let's turn this around and we will. We will. Watch what I say. Mark what I say. We will. That's not the only thing going on in the diaspora today. Former President Ellen Johnson Sirleaf um, of Liberia and the current President George Way congratulate President-elect Biden and uh, Vice President-elect Kamala on their win. And just uh, Ellen Johnson Sirleaf is a woman that I've, I've admired for, for a while, very long time, just in her strength and running a country and being a female president who was doing so, just admired her so much in that, in, in that regard. Um, and she was way excited about uh, Kamala and saying, we are going up, we are going up. Um, black women are taking leadership in the world and it is a beautiful thing. So that was a part of what happened in the diaspora today. War is here. Let us not war against ourselves. Let us be the war for good for our people. Let's stand together. Let's create unity. Let's not fight our brothers. And so 
and, and, and fight ourselves in so doing. Let's not do that. Let's love each other, guys. We have, we have to get to another place, and we will. That was Diaspora Today. Okay, guys, moving on to the economy. The economy today um, here on Phoenix Fire. I'm not going to get into too much today about the economy and the diaspora. Of course, we talked about recently that the um, the GDP in certain areas, the gross domestic product is going down in certain areas in Africa just because of the COVID you know, pandemic and people not moving around as much and so forth. Um, just like in the previous segment, I talked quite, I did talk quite a bit about Cameroon. Uh, I'm going to do that again right now. Um, just because in doing some research about some things that were happening there, um, I noticed that a lot of, uh, major countries, you know, had invested in Cameroon. Cameroon being considered little Africa, it having, um, a lot of the different parts of the actual country that, um, mimic or are a representation of the entire continent of Africa and the different um, parts of, the, of uh, the, the continent, all of those different types of things being present there in Cameroon. So that's why they call it Little Africa. And um, Cameroon is, is a fairly wealthy country. Um, and the, the things that we, we find economically there are pretty amazing you know the fishing industry there is thriving um uh the country um has a strong uh, influence from from france a strong uh influence from france yeah Mm -hmm. basically controlling the country france controls cameroon to some degree to a large degree found out that new york the u.s has uh, a large interest in Cameroon and is invested deeply in the country as well. Uh, and it was talking about a lot of their wealth or, or a lot of their trade and so forth comes from the U.S. Um, and France and uh, getting into a lot of their wealth being held in banks in New York and in Paris so learned a little bit. Um, you know, I might not be the best one to do this. <laughs> let's let's just talk. About, can we just have a little moment? Let's just me and you have a little moment. I might not be the best uh, person to get into these things because it really angers me, guys. It really does. Like it really frustrates me to a large degree because it's like it's it's just like you know because of. Um, colonialism and you know and, and because of um, the hold that these countries have on these African countries why 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 was it even that way you come in and you colonize us and then you take over everything and you ravage our resources and we're supposed to say okay sure you know okay <laughs> and I'm just like what why, why does that any why is that okay anywhere on the globe and and especially with our people and you know the thing that i think is most dangerous right now just going back a little bit about the war we just talked about the thing that i think is most dangerous 
is the generational degradation of our people and what that did to our forefathers mentally and what mental um, degradation they passed down to us. See, now we are a generation of people whose forefathers, guys, were degraded and debased and disgraced. Okay? In the face of all of that, they held their heads high. In the face of all of that, we had leaders who... who um encouraged us to hold our heads high in the face of all of that we had great people still do always will because we're just a great people it, it is what it is but you have generations and generations of degradation to what end to what purpose to what purpose did these generations of oppressors degrade and debase our parents and our grandparents and our great-grandparents what type of group of people or what kind of group were they trying to create by doing that? Not only to us, but to our forefathers. I defy that. I, I defy that. Whatever that evil agenda was, whatever that agenda was to make me feel like I'm less than or to try to to drive into my heart or my spirit or my soul that I am any less than the royalty that I am. Any of that agenda, any of that that was plotted or planned or promoted by any other race or group or country or evil agenda, I defy that. I defy it. I will not. Settle. I will not ascribe to your uh, degraded version of who you say I am. I won't do it. They're not going to like me, y'all. But the bottom line of it is, that is my concern. The generational push that has occurred. And now you have a large part of a generation that does not even know that they are living less than who they were meant to be because they think this is just true life. This is just what it is and the way it is and the way it's supposed to be. Hmm. If you put a frog in a jar with a lid for a long time, after you take that lid off, after it's been in that jar for a long time, it loses the will to jump. And after you take that lid off, after it being there for a long time, the, you can keep that, that frog in the jar without a lid. Why? You've conditioned that frog not to jump. And that's I, that's what I feel like this generation is. We're a generation of people who just don't jump. We jump to be basketball players. We jump to be musicians and artists. Now, don't get me wrong. We have great doctors, lawyers, everything, everything you can name under the sun. You know, I've already celebrated the great leaders and those who've done great things. But if you do the study, guys, when you look at the numbers, the large majority, the vast majority of our people are struggling. 
You have your 1%, you have your 2%, you have your 3%, maybe at the most your 5% of us who are thriving and flourishing and thriving. And then you have the most, a a disproportionate amount of people, 90% and above of our group of people struggling. Look at the numbers. You have your, like I've I've said it before, you have your Oprah, you have your Beyonce, you have your Jay-Z. And they represent a drop of a drop of a drop in numbers of us who are thriving and excelling. But that's changing now. Hopefully with this new economy, guys, things can change. I hope they are. Let's wake up. Let's remember who we are. Let's go buy land. Let's do business. Let's make a mark for the next seven generations that shall come behind us. Let's build real wealth. So when they say the countries are invested in Cameroon, it's not New York and France, but it's Ghana and Nigeria and Togo and Liberia and places and on the continent of our people. And we're reinvesting in ourselves And securing the wealth for future generations. And so that we can enjoy it right here and now as well. I'm all about it. That was the economy today. All right. We finally reached our last segment today on who's who. You know, this woman, she really does not need any introduction. I'm sure you've heard her name sometime today, especially sometime within the last two weeks. I'm sure you've heard her name probably multiple times. Okay, and I'm talking about the wonderful, the illustrious Miss Stacey Abrams. Guys, I am just so proud of this woman right here. Uh, if you recall, she recently ran for governor of Georgia. Uh, she lost the race, but it was so close that she, you know, was able to call for a recount. Um, you know, some still still say maybe it was tampered with. We don't know. But she lost the race for governor. And then she went, then she became a woman on fire. She went on a mission to get as many voters signed up to vote for the 2020 election as she could and make sure that it was, uh, you know, she made sure that massive numbers, thousands of people were registered. And guys, after 30 years, she assisted in creating one of the most unexpected turn of events during the 2020 election that <clears throat> anyone was expecting. And that is the state of Georgia uh, turning from red to blue, from Republican to Democrat, assisting in making sure that Joe Biden was elected the next president of the United States of America. Oh, my gosh. Oh, everybody. Everybody clap. Oh, Oh, my gosh. She was actually on The View today. And uh, Whoopi Goldberg, one of one of the women I, I highly admire. And I just love Whoopi. But um, she, uh, Stacey Abrams was on the show today on The View. <clears throat> and, um, you know, Whoopi was joking. She was like, I know they wish they had just went ahead and made you governor. Because Stacey is kicking up so much dust. 
Let me tell you, she is making noise. She is kicking up dust. She is shaking things up. She's turning things around. She is like, okay, I wasn't elected governor, but you know what? I'm going to get up and I'm going to do something. I'm going to change the world in my spot and I'm going to keep this thing moving forward. And they even asked her on that show today, on The View today, they asked her a question. Um, had Joe Biden, you know, had a talk with her about being a part of his administration. And, you know, she was like, I'm not even focused on that. I'm focused on getting Ossoff and Warnock elected for the Senate, for the two Democratic seats in the Senate that will turn things around so that the Democrats will have the ability, hey, you know, pack the court, do whatever they want to, <laughs> basically make decisions to turn this nation around for the good. She said, I'm not even focused on that. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it'll, it won't happen. But regardless, I'm going to focus on doing what uh, is going to bring a a fair and democratic outcome for the people of the U.S. and my people. And I am just so proud of Stacey Abrams. She is absolutely amazing. Um, just excited to, about whatever she's going to do now. She lost that governmental race. But I tell you, this woman is not going to stop from, you know, with where she is. And, and even after, she, and I hope she does, and I believe she will, get um, uh, uh, Osof and Warnock or help get them um, their seats, those two Democratic seats that we need in January. Um, so kudos to Stacey Abrams. Um, we, we admire you here at Phoenix, Phoenix Fire. You are a um, shining example of grit, of um, persistence, of faith and we just honor you and the work that you've done and look forward to the great things that you're going to do in the future. Uh, you can connect with Stacey Abrams. Uh, she has a website that is dedicated to making sure people are registered to vote and, um, and um, you know, you're involved with the democratic process in this country. That website is called fairfight.com. Again, that's fairfight, F-A-I-R-F-I-G-H-T, fairfight.com. Um, and that's one of Stacey Abrams' babies that um, she used in making sure people were registered and were involved in this democratic process. Continue, Stacey. We admire you. Uh, hope to talk to you soon. Uh, continue to do well. Um, you are who's who on Phoenix Fire today. All right, guys, that was the show today. Thank you for joining me today for our show, War Is Here. What are you doing to make sure things are good with you and your family? How are you fostering peace between us as a people and in our families and in our communities? War Is Here. If you weren't ready, get ready. Get what you have to get for your family. Make a, make a change. Make a difference. Make a decision <laughs> and move forward in spite of everything that's going on. Um, you know, great futures are made in times of unrest. Make this time work for you. Okay. Um, war is here. Thank you for showing up today. Um, <laughs> my little boy is sneaking in on the last part of mommy's show. You want to say hi? Hi. He's saying hi, guys. So... It was a great show. Uh, let's reflect. Uh, 
Connect with me, onequeenrenaissance at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Connect with me on IG at R-E-N underscore A-I underscore S-S-A-N-C-E. Follow me on Spotify at Phoenix Fire. Follow, like, share, all of that good stuff. And remember, if no one has told you today, just know that I love you. Diaspora, I believe in you. We're going to have an amazing future. And we're, we're, we're being great and doing amazing things now. Join me again next week, Thursday at 7, when we continue the conversation. Until then, be well, be safe, and I'll be thinking of you.